I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. This is What If, and here's what would happen if Goran Dragic was traded to the Mavs. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The what if, wench, the one more thinking, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, so I got to admit something to my wife publicly on this podcast. On the podcast? Oh my gosh. Because she has tried to get me to watch a certain TV show for years. And Does it contain four elements? Oh, heck no. I would, no, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> okay, about that. Continue. So she watched a show called Parenthood for a, a while oh, yeah. and has six seasons. I never gave it a shot. I kind of made fun of it, took shots at it as she it's, would like be emotionally invested in it. Wasn't it like the other network's version of Modern Family? I think so. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's like NBC's I think it's NBC. Yeah, I think it's Family. NBC's. So during quarantine over the past like three months, I finally told her, I'm like, hey, well, I'll give it a shot. Well, we just finished it last night. Six seasons rewatch, rewatching for her, for me, watching it all the way through, and it was a good TV show. Wow! So, so confession it, of Barb. It, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Barb. You know what? Maybe it's time to try Avatar. Oh my kidding. gosh! Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. He Not going will. that far. He I praised will. LeBron yesterday and said I might try Avatar today. What is what? What could be speaking on the of third parenthood? Day? Speaking of parenthood, it has made you very soft. <laughs> 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 on the podcast today, Isaac and I are revisiting our series on what ifs. We're going back. We've done this three years in a row now. I think right. We've done this for three years. We've gone over what ifs. So just look up Locked On Mavs what ifs. Just Google that, and I'm sure you'll find all of our old ones. Steve Nash, Giannis, what if the Mavs didn't draft Dirk, like Darkest Timeline, you know, what if they didn't draft mm. Luka or trade for Luka, we've done all kinds of them, so go check all that out, they've been really good. This one, what if the Mavericks had actually traded for Goran Dragic, as it said at the very beginning, by the way, if you're skipping the intros, you're missing out, you're missing out now, <laughs> please listen to the whole intro, and the kicker, by the way, the very end of the podcast, so I try to add some some fun stuff to the beginning and the end. Um, before we get to all that, though, Isaac Harris, we have to give another shout out. Ooh, we do have to give another shout out. I was yes. going to give him a shout out actually when I actually go. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. It's worth it. So, okay. We talked yesterday about the Dallas Zoo and guess who came through? The Dallas Zoo came yeah. through and hooked my family uh, up with tickets and we're going to the zoo next week. And uh, really cool, man. You, yeah, thank you so much for people who listen to Lockdown Mavs. The Mavs family, man, is is big, and uh, you never know who's out listen. there. The Raccoon Squad is is big, but no, yeah. Uh, the Dallas Zoo. Long story short, the Dallas Zoo reached out, and that was a fun uh, message to get saying, "Hey, we listened to uh, the the podcast, and uh, 
heard you're interested in coming to the zoo. <laughs> Shot me all the safety protocols, which is cool. And I got to like see that and made me, you know, comfortable enough to take my family there next. So week. I wanted to mention that because we were asking, like, what are the safety protocols for the Dallas Zoo? Safety protocols at the zoo include timed tickets, limited capacity, about 25% daily, mask mandates for everyone over the age of 10, one way paths through the park, social distance reminders, and more. So they have all kinds of stuff in place. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll get a report from you when you go next week, and then we'll we'll talk about it more. But wanted to give a shout out because uh, man, thanks for coming through Dallas Zoo. Heck yeah, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it, and uh, my family and I were we're really excited about it. Absolutely. All right, let's get into our what if. So some of you may not remember this. This was such a and if you don't, it's such a weird random night in, in Mavericks Twitter history because in a, in a similar way to. The DeAndre Jordan 2015 emoji gate where they thought DeAndre Jordan was going to sign to the Mavs and then he wasn't signed to the Mavs and then he was cooped up in his house in Houston and Cuban was driving around or so quote unquote driving around trying to find him and Blake Griffin tweeted out the picture of the door with the chair on it and all kinds of stuff like that. This was a little less dramatic but it was more confusing (laughs) this Koran Dragic day. So this happened June 30th to July 1st basically. That day, which was when free agency begins, and there was this tr- some kind of trade. Jimmy Butler was going to go from Philadelphia to the Miami Heat somehow, some way. It was going to have to be a three or four team trade to make it happen, and the Mavericks were rumored to be a part of it. And at nine thirty eight on June thirtieth, Brad Townsend said confirming that Dragic will be a Maverick, but what Mavs giving up is unclear. So at 9.38 p.m. on June 30th, 2019, we thought for sure that Goran Dragic was going to be a Maverick because Brad Townsend is one of those names that we believe anything he's going to report. He's one of the guys that we definitely believe. It's not even, you know, we don't even really question it. So he got that from a source. Then Tim Cato also confirmed that and said that Dragic was going to join from, from multiple sources, he said. So his network in The Athletic, they you know, all confirmed that Dragic was going to, my, going to the Mavericks. And then at 10-19, Mark Stein, another name that we definitely trust on all fronts, uh, 10-19 said that the Mavericks will acquire Kelly Olynyk and Derek Jones Jr. from the Heat as part of the Jimmy Butler sign-in trade, lead sources say. So we were like... How many players in the Mavericks are the yeah. Mavericks getting at this point? They're getting Dragic and they're getting Kelly Olynyk, Derek Jones Jr. The Mavericks at that point had $30 million in cap space. We were talking about, if you guys remember this past summer, which seems like forever ago. Actually, yesterday was the first day of fall, so it was not last summer. Last summer. <laughs> it was the summer before 2019. Yeah. Uh, if you remember that, the Mavericks had $30 million in cap space and we were trying to figure out what to do with it. And so bringing in... Dragic, Olenek, and Derek Jones Jr. was pretty possible. They could only they would only have to match like one player salary to that to make it work. So that happened, which was pretty wild. Ended up and, ended up none of that happened for the Mavericks because the Mavericks were confused as to or not confused. They were they there was a miscommunication between the Mavericks and the Heat as to which players were going back. The Mavericks thought that they were getting Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones Jr. The Heat thought that they were giving the Mavericks Goran Dragic, not all three of them together, which just Confused everything. Yeah, and I think the that, that night was so wild because it's it's July one. It's the first of July. This is you know the 
trade or the uh, free agent period show and everything, you know, is opening up on the jump. And if a lot of people are watching on TV, I was watching on TV because they're having like these live reaction with Rachel Nichols and all these people. But we're also following on Twitter at the same time because, you know, it. I think that was the first free agency. It started at like six, I think. uh, They they made it earlier. They bumped it up. And the first time I heard the Dragic thing to Dallas was actually on TV when Ramona Shelburne's on there on her, like on her phone saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm here I'm here right now. Dragic is on his way to Dallas. He'll be going to the Dallas Maverick. I'm like, whoa. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, whoa, that's a shocker. Like, what is because Which we were this all is- for. We were so down for that because a lot, you know, all of our European listeners will know that Dragic played with with Luca and it, it was a partnership that worked really well. Some people didn't think that it would work well having two ball handlers like that, but it did work really well. And now we've come to find out two years later with Luca that he needs a guy like that, a secondary yeah. ball handler with him. So that would have been a perfect, perfect match. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I mean, initially, because it was kind of a longer, longer day, I would say for Mavs fans, because we had just, you know, over the in past day or so, Every, we were all building up of how Dallas is going to use this cap space. We we remembered that. I mean, they had the thirty millions like Akimba oh, and all these different names. We're trying to talk ourselves into Tobias or Al Horford. <laughs> thank God, neither one of those. And in hindsight, for sure. But and then you know on July first, Pat Beverly resigns with the Clippers, and we're like, dang, we thought for sure that was a Mavs target. And so a lot of names went off the board early to where bam, here comes Dallas in with this. Hey, we'll take Dragic for free. And yeah, I mean, for a good, what, hour, if that, we thought Dragic was coming to Dallas. And we were all talking about it. We were texting about it. A bunch of people were talking about it, like, dang, this is really cool. The Slovenian guys, man, if Slovenia was not already uh, all about the Mavericks, they <laughs> really are now. And this is going to be so cool. Luke and him are buddies. You know, they're excited, which is funny in hindsight because Dragic said that he was sleeping through all of this and <laughs> instead he didn't even know what was going on. We were saying, imagine Slovenian night and this. In the arena remember we used to talk yes. about fans in the arena and slovenian night uh you know for the mavericks was huge but it's even bigger for miami and so that would have been wild to have both those guys on the same team but that's not a thing and, right now so and Dragic had picked up and this is something to remember too especially when you're like even looking at the tim hardaway situation Dragic had picked up his player option just three or four weeks before that. So I know some people are you know, out, out there saying, oh, okay, Tim might not, you know, or whoever has player options, they might not, you know, pick it up if they can hold the, no, Dragic picked his up three or four weeks before that. And he was basically on the table right then for Miami. So Miami thought that they were trading him. So that doesn't don't. Yeah. Anyway, that's just another angle to look at that with, but the, the Jimmy Butler picking Miami. That was a huge thing in free agency because for a lot of people, it's like, hey, how is how is Miami even going after him and having a you know free agent meeting with him because they don't have the money. Case in point again, that teams can just create cap whenever they want to for the most part. And he picks Miami. They have to figure out a three team trade, and then for at least a bit, they thought the deal they thought the deal was so much done that you know, and I think it's athletic piece. They said Elton Brand had already. FaceTime with Josh Richardson because, you know, Richardson was going from Miami to Philly and like they thought it was in the bag and then it just illegal, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And, and then, yeah. So then it was just a mess from there because then everybody starts reporting on what was in, what was in or out of the deal. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about what actually happened and then the fallout. What could have happened? What could it have been if Dragic was traded to the Mavericks? Talk about all that coming up. 
All right, Isaac. So what actually did happen was a four-team trade that didn't include the Mavericks at all. The Mavericks decided not to be part of this trade at all. Four-team trade that sent you know Jimmy Butler from the Sixers to the Heat. The Clippers got in. They traded cash to the Heat. The Heat traded a 2023 first-round pick to the Clippers. The Heat traded Josh Richardson to the Sixers. Whiteside went to the Blazers. Uh, a player, a young player, went to the Clippers. Mo Harkless went to the Clippers, and Myers Leonard went uh, from the Blazers to the Heat. And then uh, <laughs> all that stuff happened. So, like you said about trying to come up with space, if a player wants to go somewhere, even if they want to get traded right now, I mean, the Heat compiled five teams that were willing to get in a deal for them. I yeah, mean, that's pretty wild to come up with that. It's so, wild in that deal. Portland gave up Mo Harkless and Myers Leonard for Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, they just swapped those two guys for Whiteside. I mean, Miami, in hindsight, they got kind of lucky with that. I mean, they did attach a first in this deal. They ended up sending a first that would end up going to the Clippers. But still, for them to offload, yeah, we'll talk about the Miami angle in in a bit. But it was how (laughs) Brad saying, and Brad, I went back and read the the piece in Dallas Morning News for that night. And Brad said, he said, the Mavs changed their mind because they wanted to keep (laughs) options open over the summer because they were one of the only remaining teams with big cap space left. Because when you look at the timeline events, Danny Green was still on the board. Everybody was still waiting on Kawhi at this point. So you know Dallas was sitting back saying, all right, well, this is where the conflicting reports would come in. Because some people were like, hey, Dallas never wanted Dragic. Some people were saying Dallas was holding out. They didn't do the deal because... They wanted Olenek and Jones Jr. Some people were saying Dallas didn't do the deal because they wanted to hold out their cap space for someone like Danny Green or you know a bit something bigger that could happen over the next few days. It was wild to see all of this stuff coming out at that time. It was pretty wild. And uh, so what happened was the Mavericks didn't get Dragic or Olenek or Derek Jones Jr. or anybody. They end up signing Seth Curry and Boban outright because they were not on the Mavericks last year. And then they traded for DeLon Wright, which is basically what they did. They just traded two picks, two second, two future second-round picks for DeLon Wright. And so that's really what they ended up doing with that money. I'm sure well, you yeah, guys, so, I'm sure so you guys the, know that everybody was, was frustrated with that. They also re-signed a bunch of their own guys. Yeah, so the order of events for that, for, for Dallas, and we can look at it now and saying, all right, what if they would have pulled this trade off? What, what would they have done with Dragic as far as money-wise? Because... They end up so on July 6th, that's when Danny Green picks the Lakers. Two days after that, that's when they made the trade for DeLon. Now, them trading for DeLon, if we go go back even further, they traded Harrison Barnes away, therefore creating the largest trade exception in NBA history that we all <laughs> talked about for so long and we had so many questions about. So they had so this glad 22 22- Oh, thank God it's gone. <laughs> they had this $22 million trade exception that they got from the Barnes trade. So when they traded for DeLon, DeLon cut, they put DeLon into that Harrison Barnes trade exception. Therefore, it didn't have to eat into the cap space. That's when, so therefore, they could, they signed Curry into the MLE. They signed Boban into the room mid level. So it, so they put these players into these exceptions. Then they brought their guys back and Porzingis and, and Dorian and Maxi, blah, blah, blah. If they did pull off the trade for Dragic, it would, you know, they would be be taking on Dragic. I don't, I mean, we can agree there wouldn't be a player in that deal. It would defeat the purpose. Yeah, like they would so. be taking on Dragic. So he would have just fit into the trade exception. You know, like the trade exception was $22 million. So his $19.2 million would have just went into that trade exception because that would have been way well before DeLon. So then you have to ask yourself even the next question of 
Like the Delon trade wouldn't even happened, right? I think he, he would've still would have done him. it because of defense. I think they really the really? reason why I think they waited for for Danny Green and the reason why they went out and got Delon is because they they knew they needed somebody to defend, right? And they still do. That's still that's still a problem. But I still think they would have tried something like that. Maybe it wouldn't have been the exact same trade, but they, like you said, they could have still done all those things. Maybe JJ doesn't come back. Maybe they, they, they probably still would have brought like, him back for the veteran angle, but they had Dragic as the veteran. Because then, yeah, then you would have had Dragic, Brunson, Delon, Seth, JJ. Yeah, but they use Cur- they use Curry and they use um, uh, they they use Curry and uh, oh my gosh, my mind is just went completely. Delon? They used Delon and Curry basically Brunson. as twos, oh. so you know they can they can all play together. Yeah. Okay. I do want to mention this while I go because I, I sorry we Delon, talked I about your name. <laughs> we talked about this before, but I, I saw this piece that Mark Cuban talked to Barry Jackson of the Miami Herald when he talked about the miscommunication. Everybody said it was just a miscommunication, but he this is quote from the Miami Herald Barry Jackson. He says Cuban said he did not discuss specific players in in his email back to him, but he said Cuban said I was sitting in a room full of people when the call was discussed and we put the trade we thought was happening on our board. We later discussed trade kickers and added a player to make it work. Which Mavericks player was that? We don't know. They obviously thought they heard something else. It's just wild to think about that the Mavericks had a trade on their board, on their whiteboard, wherever it was, with trade kickers and another Maverick going somewhere else in the deal too. Somehow Miami thought that Dallas was getting Dragic in a whole separate deal, and it was just a whole cluster of what was going like. And miscommunication, how that happens, I don't know. I don't get paid enough to be in a, in a front office, but that just seems like hectic and crazy to think about. But from a Dallas angle, if they landed Goran Dragic into that trade exception, I mean, they're a much better team this year, right? Oh, I think you can absolutely say that. We saw, I mean, imagine everything that Trey Burke gave you. That's Dragic would give you so much more. And you've seen how good Dragic has been in these playoffs. He would have taken up another level, I think, and done maybe the same thing. Uh, it's so weird that this trade got got so confused because none of the names are the same. Right? Like Kelly Olenek, Goran Dragic, Derek Jones Jr. It's not like it was a Dylan Brooks, Marshawn Brooks thing, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Like when those two names actually got mixed up because they have the same first name. It, it was it just have so been like, weird, the miscommunication there. It wouldn't have been like crippling you know like it wouldn't have been it's not like when we look back at this what if and say all right what if Dallas did make this deal it would have taken us out of the Giannis sweepstakes or it would have no it was a one-year deal what's even crazier is if Dallas did do that deal and let's just assume for the heck of it they decided not to do the DeLon deal and said hey we'll just hold our you know a couple second round picks we won't do the DeLon deal then you're, you would theoretically have more money in 2021 at that point too, right? I mean, Unless because, you re-sign Dragic, which you probably would. Yeah, but it could be like a one-year deal, What, which looks like Miami will probably – I mean, Miami's in the same spot as Dallas. They want to save their money for Giannis this offseason too. So, I mean, that's why Bobby Marks ESPN have tweeted out and joking and saying, you know, Dragic is setting up for the largest like one-year contract because <laughs> – Miami's just going to tr- probably just run it back again, right? I mean, they're probably just going to go to Dragas and say, yeah. hey, we'll give you one year, $20 million, whatever it is, enough for you to stay here for at least a year, but not you know, a long-term deal to cut into that 2021 space. But you can't help to think, though, what Dragas would have given this team. I mean, he would have been... He would have been like J.J. and Brunson combined, right? Like the... Oh, like the, the, 10 the, times the veteran, that, yeah. 
the veteran like leadership that JJ gives you, but like the better a better version of Jalen Brunson off the bench. Like he would have given you that secondary creator. He would. I mean, he only started three games for Miami this year, so he would have like he would have bought into the the coming off the bench role, and he would just been incredible for this Mavs team. This is a low key what if for both franchises that would have been huge for both teams. Let's talk about that coming up. Talk about what it would mean for the Mavericks actually on the court playing, how far could they have gotten, and what would it mean for the Miami Heat too? Would they be in the Eastern Conference Finals two games away from the finals if they had traded Goran Dragic? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, you recently re-upped and bought some built bars. You're loving your built bars. You got some more. You got some for free, and then they then you went and bought more. What does that what that what does that mean about a product? Oh, it means everything. I'm trying to convince my wife to fit a monthly box into the budget. Ooh, uh, because it, it, they're just a solid. I I drove to work this morning. I had a meeting at at the church this morning, and on the way to work, I had a small glass of milk with a built bar. That was my breakfast, and Did I was you do good the, to go. A, a cup with a top. Or just yeah 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 okay because sometimes my wife will just bring like an open glass of milk in the car and I'm like no I can't do that 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 freaks me out yeah it gets my anxiety Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar Isaac has them he's trying to fit them into his monthly budget to get them every single month because of how much he likes them they're the best tasting protein bar ever they're covered in 100% chocolate they're soft they're easy to chew low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for a keto diet. All kinds of different flavors. Go check them out at BuiltBar.com. And while you're there, use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your next order. Not even your first one, your next one. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into more of this what if. What if the Mavericks had traded for Goran Dragic last offseason? How good would this Mavericks team be? Would they have beat the Clippers? Let's just start outright. Let's answer that question. I think yes. Yeah, it's hard like because of injuries. Because I think injuries is the biggest reason that hampered their ceiling as far as you know come playoff time. But fully healthy, man, I think they could. I mean, I think they would have had a better record if they had Dragic. I mean, That's fully the, healthy, I we think that the Mavericks could have beat the Clippers anyway <laughs> without Dragic, right? Like fully healthy. I think they could have beat the Nuggets, but <laughs> call us call us biased. Go ahead. Yes, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but but honestly, I don't think they would have played the Clippers in the first round because I think Dragic would have given them. He would have made their floor go up a level to where I, I think they would have had a better record. I think we could have been looking at the you know Mavericks playing the Rockets or the Jazz or whoever it is in the first round instead of the Clippers, and you never know at that point. There's just times during the Clipper series where, especially with Porzingis out, the Mavericks just looked around and said, besides Luka, who else is going to get me a bucket? You know, who else is going to yeah. hit a shot? And Goran Dragic is that answer. He's hitting shots when no one else on the Heat are. We talk all all this time about Jimmy Butler, such a great guy. You know, Bam Adebayo, such a closer. Tyler Hero, you know, lights out. When none of those guys are hitting, and they haven't been in some of these games, Goran Dragic has been the one leading that. He's leading them in scoring right now. He would have been absolutely amazing on the Mavericks. And everything, again, I'm going to say, everything Trey Burke gave to the Mavericks, Goran Dragic would give so much more. Now, I, th- I do think, I do wonder if he would close games. I want to say he would. For sure. Because I think, uh, but it would have been one of those things, too, to where, yeah. 
it, you got to watch what you say about like even the other day I was saying watch what you say about Dragic because the other day I, I like joked on Twitter and it wasn't even a joke I just said hey Jimmy Butler wants it like wants it more than anybody on the court and that's when he had a couple steals it's at the end of that game he was just doing Jimmy Butler things and it was immediately somebody took it as you know somebody tweeted at me and said you obviously don't know about Goran Dragic in his history he wants it just as I'm like hey I'm not even slighting yeah. like Dragic so like <laughs> Slovenia like I, I'm not I love Dragic so uh <laughs> Uh, but but no, I do wonder. Yeah, I mean, he would have fit perfect next to Luca, playing with Luca. Um, end of games, you know, defensively, I think you know that would have been a, a question a, a little bit. But it's not like Dragic is you know Trey Young on defense. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's a vet. He would have brought that extra veteran angle yeah. that the Mavericks just didn't have, especially you know in the bubble and towards the end there. Let's turn our our table turn the- turn our tables turn our attention over to the Miami Jesus? Heat. Are the Heat two two wins away from the finals if they trade Goran Dragic? Oh, no, no. Because, yeah, I mean, go back to that trade. So they'd be getting rid of Dragic. And in, instead, they I mean, R- Richardson would have still been going. So they've still yeah. been bringing Jimmy Butler back. But instead, they have to turn around and attach a first to Hassan Whiteside. So they would have still had Whiteside, theoretically. Now, Yeah, they could have still no, moved him in that deal. but Yeah, so instead, instead of Dragic and, what, Myers Leonard... They would have had um, Hassan Whiteside, and I mean, I heck, I mean, I, I don't think Myers Leonard plays hardly any you know role no. with that team right now. But I mean, that's a heck of a trade. I mean, Whiteside wouldn't even be playing at all for that team right now. I mean, no, probably I mean, not. I mean, Bam uh, replaced him with that, so it's just it's crazy when you think about it from Miami's angle because yeah, I mean, I they. They wouldn't even been in the Eastern Conference Finals probably without Dragic. I mean, Dragic has been huge for them, and just even hearing the national guys, you know, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, I mean, everybody's just been you know raving about Dragic and just how good he's looked in the playoffs. And yeah, I don't know much about his leg, but his leg looks like it's like a transformer. It looks so it looks so wrapped up and <laughs> like I don't even know what it is, but he just yeah. My dad texted me. He goes. Dude, did you know Dragic has gray hair? And <laughs> he's Silver Fox, man. <laughs> I know, man. And he's just so much fun to watch. I just I look back, we've been texting about it over the past week. This is why we've, you know, we're obviously doing this podcast, but it's like, dang, I wish Dallas did that deal. I miss I I would I would have loved and we would have loved so much from not just a pod, but fans, everything, even bubble content, seeing him and Luca together all the time that I think all of Slovenia would just shed a tear collectively. I mean, just think of just adding Goran Dragic to this team that already has Luka, Porzingis, Boban still would have been on the team probably. Yeah. You could Dragic. I mean, like how many Maxi, how many Europeans can we get on the Mavericks? All of them? That's the, can we that, get all of that's, them? <laughs> that's the wild thing is they would have had everybody back. Like there's not a, it's not like you said, all right, well, if they got Dragic, then they wouldn't have had Maxi and Dorian. That's or not Seth, the case. Yeah. Or said like they would have, Dragic would have just went into that trade exception, and then they would have still been able to bring in Seth and still Boban and Dorian and Maxi and KP. Like it would have literally just been adding, you know, Dragic to this current team, and that's what's frustrating to look back on. Like, dang! And you know, the Mavericks feel the same way. You know, because this was obviously a Mavericks thing, right? I mean, Miami thought that they were sending Dragic, so they thought that you know Dragic was the one they were trading. So this was obviously a Mavericks game. If the Mavericks wanted Dragic in this deal, 
they could have had Dragic if we're just being honest. Yeah, which it, it seems like what the Mavericks did instead was they decided to risk it and wait for Danny Green, which Danny Green was just coming off that finals run with the Raptors. He shot 45% from three that year. He was playing really good defense next to Kawhi Leonard, which lots of people play good defense next to Kawhi Leonard, except for Paul George. And I think that they decided to risk it for that instead of, you know, decided to take it safe and get Dragic instead. Yes, and I think there, yeah, there could have been a weird world that they could have pulled it off, maybe. To get both? I mean, I think, yeah, I think what I remember that Dallas has offered to Danny Green, I think was maybe a little bit higher higher than, you know, than the Lakers. Um, But because then if Dragic went into the trade exception, you held off on Maxi and Dorian because you had their rights, the restricted guys. And even if, you know, the Seth Boban thing, you know, Boban going to the room and um, Seth going to the MLE, if you just didn't make the DeLon trade, you would theoretically be still setting on a you know decent amount of cap space. Could you have fit Danny Green in there and then sign the guys into the exceptions and they're you know using the rights for the other guys? I don't know how all of that worked. I don't want to say that that's for sure though. They could have they could have made it work somehow, right? They send somebody yeah. else out, but Danny Green and Dragic? Now that's a backcourt. Oh, man. That's a backcourt right there. It would there. have been a Mavs Heat Finals. <laughs> the Heat wouldn't have been there. We just we just talked about that. Oh yeah, that's true. Mavs Boston. Mavs Boston. Maybe the Bucks win then. Maybe the maybe maybe Giannis missed out on <laughs> oh his titles gosh. because Dragic didn't get traded to the Mavs. Because and maybe this is why Dallas won't come to I mean Giannis won't come to Dallas because he's pissed at Dallas for not taking Dragic so Miami would be worse so they could have beaten Miami and he could have oh, there there's so Dang many what really the web up. the web that we've woven with Karn Dragic <laughs> not getting traded to the maps. There you go, guys. We appreciate you listening to Lockdown Maps, and uh, keep coming back. We're doing uh, around the league stuff. We'll do a live podcast on um, on Hot Mike on Thursday at some point. So stick around with us. Subscribe if you haven't already, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Wonder Boy. <laughs> he gonna Over be there. He's gonna be the best player in Europe in a couple of years. Trust me in on that. Europe, in Europe, or maybe in, in, the, in the NBA. Luca, in, in NBA too. In NBA too. He's a bo- born winner. So, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. You know, he already have a lot of uh, trophy medals, and I'm happy for him. And he goes, my, my, mark my words, he's gonna, he gonna be one of the best in the he, whole world. He goes so. 